good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be listening from. You are now tuned into Taking Over the Globe, brought to you by Eternal Monarch. It's the station with the imagination on the quest to conquer the nation, all about shifting paradigms and exposing the dark. Turn up those radios and ignite the spark. Jeffrey coming to you on behalf of Internal Monarch, and you are now tuned in to Taking Over the Globe. Yes, yes, and it's time to ignite the spark, ladies and gentlemen out there. You know, uh, last week, I was actually doing a lot of catching up on uh, on uh, the Awesome Insanity Surface Podcast show, and also dumbing it down with Dave. And during that time, I actually came across another guy. His name is um, Alex Exum. He has a show called The Exum Experience. Uh, very great show. I love this show, man. I haven't got to check out all of his stuff. I've been trying to start from the very beginning and work my way up to the freshest episodes. But uh, uh, I find myself going through randomly because I can't listen to every episode. Not everything that he talks about is uh, in my my attention span. But he does have a lot of different topics that I definitely can resonate with. He talks about reincarnation. He talks about uh, personal development. And giving that information to help out people so definitely the exam experience is for me ladies and gentlemen so uh i'm gonna go ahead and start promoting him as well he's not i'm pretty sure you probably never heard of me but um i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely promote his show because for me it's all about promoting people who are trying to um expand your awareness and also get you to think outside the divided box right so uh definitely check him out if you are new to the Exum experience. His name is Alex Exum, and you Exum, and uh, that's E X U M. But you can find him on Spreaker app, and I'm pretty sure you can also find him on uh, other social media platforms out there like um, Twitter, Instagram, and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Right. All right. So what we're going to be talking about in today's show? Oh well, before we get into that, if you are new to this show, I'm giving everybody else out there shout outs, and I haven't said anything about how you can find me. If you are new to this show. Uh, you can uh, check us out by looking into the comment section, or not the comment section, but the actual the actual show notes for the show, and you will be able to find all the links and stuff like that as far as where we're located at. All right. So now that, that now that that is out of the way, let's go ahead and get into what today's show is going to be talking about. Like I stated earlier today or in the show, I was catching up with uh, Dave and Linda, and they both had a few shows that I got that I didn't get to listen to. And so, um, I took a few notes down. Now, um, I did say last week that I'm going to start giving you, ladies and gentlemen out there, two shows. One podcast and one YouTube. Now, I was thinking about that over the weekend, and I'm not taking it back, even though I really don't want to commit to that. Dave told me not to do that. He said, don't commit. Don't commit. Just do what you can. And I agree with you, Dave. I'm not committing uh, under pressure. It's more of 
I'm committing to break a spell of procrastination. And uh, the reason, the whole reason why I do the type of stuff that I do as far as pushing out the information I push out or saying the craziness that I say is because I'm looking for someone to hold me accountable for me to become my greatest version as well. So I'm always pressuring, pressuring people out there to do more than what they're already doing and to become better than what they already are. And uh, I would expect for someone to make me eat my own words, right? So when I don't have those type of people in my environment or in my life, I, I find myself giving myself reasons to do certain things, all right? Uh, so like not eating meat. I gave myself a reason not to eat meat, you know, because I didn't have anyone else in my environment pressuring me. Other than the missus, me and her, our team, were like soulmates, twin flames, all that stuff. And so we do everything together. She said, you know, uh, you want to do a 30 day meat challenge? No meat challenge? I'm like, yes, let's do that. Then I said, after the 30 days, hey, let's keep on going till Christmas. And then we both decided, hey, let's see how far we can go with this. So, you know, by her being in my life, it made it easier for me to become a vegetarian. But had she not been in my life, I would have gave myself, like I said, a reason to become a vegetarian. And the same thing about me saying two videos a week. I'm giving myself a reason so that I can break the procrastination. But I do agree with some of the stuff you typed, you, you wrote to me, Dave. You also told me to uh, uh, focus focus you know what is it that i'm trying to promote to people you know focus on on your message you know and so that's what i'm gonna do i am scattered i'm scattered everywhere uh because i have too many different outlets you know uh, a person in america has a lot of different choices compared to a person in china now we consider it like freedom they consider it like imprisonment you know because the more choices you have the harder it is for you to choose and i'm having that same dilemma when it comes to what I'm really trying to do because I'm, I'm trying to dabble as you can see with uh, music I'm trying to dabble with uh, creating memes and art and um, thumbnails I'm trying to dabble with creating a website all this stuff is all taking place at the same exact time and so I'm just balancing between the two and I'm okay with that I know you said focus but I have a very short attention span and so I'm I'm actually blessed to have so many different creative outlets because if I didn't I would probably go crazy but uh yeah I have too many different I'm, I'm, I'm 80 80 ADHD is that what it is ADHD um no I don't really call myself that because that's what they label kids because they don't know how to train them right or train them they don't know how to educate them the correct way and so they, they label them as ADHD and stuff like that because the child's like hey this is boring you're not teaching me in a in an updated fashion this is like 2000 and Eight education. I'm like living in 2017. So can we get with the times? So they get bored and distracted. And uh, it's the same thing with me. I get bored and distracted with certain events or um, activities. And so I start making music for a while. I make the beat. I put a few words together. Then I drop it for about two weeks. And, and then for those two weeks, I then I start going into working on the website, changing stuff around, putting new code in. But then I get I get snagged on something that I can't really figure out, like maybe my mailing list or something like that. So I give it a break. And then I go to uh, drawing on the computer, digital art. And I do that for a little bit. 
you know, and, and this keeps going back and forth like that. So, um, so yeah, I definitely agree with you, Dave. So I did take your your advice, though. I did go back home in a drawing board, and um, I went to actually put some stuff together. I've already had it out, but now it's time to actually get into it because what you say, I need to start focusing. So if I actually stick to the roadmap, I will actually be in focus. But I've been trying to like scattered everywhere because I, I'm off the map, right? So again, thank you for that. Now. Uh, we've been talking for a while now, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna actually take a break uh, in about a minute. We're gonna take a we're gonna talk for a little bit longer for about another minute, and then we're gonna take a break. Uh, Linda, this is for you. You uh, you've been messaging me as well, saying that you're um, you're actually excited to see what we're gonna be doing new with the show, and you actually put a lot of pressure on me. So I want to say thank you because I really don't know exactly what I'm gonna be doing new with the show. But other than doing it, uh, doing it from the house and from GarageBand, and uh, that will allow me to do some edit and put certain things in there, different segments and shows. So I'm trying to do that. All right, so stay tuned. Um, I don't want to disappoint you. <laughs> you're like you're really making me nervous by like making me feel like I'm really got a lot of stuff going on, but I really don't. Uh, but what I will be doing is I'm going to be doing a show, uh, a podcast show. But I'm going to do a video show. My video is going to be more of uh, a spinoff from the podcast where I'm going to be elaborating a little bit more. It's going to be more like your um, Sandy show where I'll be speculating and playing with information. You know what I mean? It's not really going to be based in facts. But some of the stuff I say might help out some people with their epiphanies and things like that nature. So um, we're going to go with that. I don't know, right? All right. So now with that being done, we're going to go ahead and get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new commercial. Hello, Emma. Telly's broke. Well, then, ring up the servicer, Harry. This is right too funny. What you on about, then? A new thing on the box. Awesome insanity surfers. Have a sit and I'll put it to the speakers. I am Dr. Edward Brighton here with my adventurous assistant... Bob. Hey, me Bob! Ow! I'll kick you in the... in the club! In the club! This is Frank Miller, and today, our economic correspondent, Gertrude Sneedle, will be joining me. And the Scott family, Donna says she got the answer from them, and they could give it to us all for free. I'll give you the Clementine Scoop Handle Saloon. crack my nuts here, and uh, I'm just doing it wrong, uh, uh, seem to be, well, when, it, when I'm cracking them, uh, uh, the meat is getting real crushed, I don't know, so I, I don't seem to know how to how to crack my nuts real well. Or Uranus, however you wish to pronounce it. Look at all these dials and buttons and mics and buttons. I look at the microphones, man, they're like... Really cool. I have to be careful when I dust them off. This is breaking news with Clyde Noodlesmith. It says to listen to some podcast on speaker called Awesome Insanity Surfers. There's additional fruitcakebooks. It looks like an... Is that an ostrich? Oh no, I recognize that ostrich. That's the ostrich of Klaus. A bit off the cuff. I, Emma... You can have a listen through off the cuff e-zine.com or their sites on spreaker.com. 
have a look at AISXQ.com for the links to Facebook, Twitter and SoundCloud as well. Well, then, I shall do. Weren't you going to ring up about the telly, Harry? Who needs it? I'll just keep listening to awesome insanity surfers. Thank you, Linda, for sending me these commercials for the show. Now, I happened to make a few edits, but I can't use it on this show because the edit that I made was on the desktop and it will only be presented for right now on the desktop shows. Now, once I actually get home and uh, down, uh, not actually download, but send it to myself, I will actually be able to send it to my cell phone. And when I do my mobile podcast, I will be able to use the updated commercial. All right. Um, today, I want to talk about some stuff that Linda went over in her Awesome Insanity Surface podcast show, in which she was talking about the seven new planets found by a uh, actually orbiting a brown dwarf star now a brown dwarf star is smaller than our star but this this is a common thing in space they're finding that it's common that the brown dwarf stars are um, hosting life to other planets like other satellites think of Jupiter and all of its moons, all of its satellites. That's about the equivalent of what this new planet or the size of it, except it's a little bit larger. Now, this is what they say. It's a little bit larger than planet Jupiter, but it's 84 times the mass of Jupiter. All right. So uh, think about that. Now, uh, this planet that they're talking about this is star has several planets in which um, three of them are actually inside of the Goldilocks zone. Now the Goldilocks zone is actually the zone where planets are able to have water or sustain water. And three of these planets have this and the, the first two are a little bit too close to the star um, but the, the next three are right in the zone and then the other two actually they have liquid on the planet but we don't they're not for sure how um, habitable they are now I have a few questions about this discovery that I'm not going to really talk about in today's show this is going to be part one of the show we're going to be going over some of this stuff but what we're going to be doing is in the next show which will be a YouTube show We're going to sit down and discuss some of the uh, importance of finding this planet. All right. Uh, I did some research on this the other night and I found that, like, for example, it's found in the constellation of Aquarius and we are in the Aquarius constellation right now. We just just left out of the Pisces age and into the water barrier age. Now, the Pisces age, the Pisces is um, is a deep sign, all right? That's, that's one. It's also a sign of spirituality and, um, I could say, hiding things because, see, this Pisces represents the 12th house. 
So the 12th house also represents things that are unseen or the unknown. All right. And now we're in the Aquarius age, which is what? The information age. Now we're, we're, we're going to be bringing out information. So we're no longer in the, in the age of deception or the age of mis, uh, misrepresentation or how can I say um, the illusion because Pisces is like the illusion. Now we're inside the water barrier age. Now we're inside the age of information. So I found it kind of synchronistic that these planets were actually found inside the constellation that we're now in, the information age, right? But I won't go into it. Like I said, this is stuff that I want to talk about in the actual YouTube channel so uh, we can have more personal discussion because you will be able to see me and we'll actually be talking about this stuff face-to-face, uh, -face. well, face-to-camera, <laughs> all right? Um, the importance of finding other planets, all right? Uh, oh, this is some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about as well, the importance of finding other planets because, see, I'm not, I'm not under any illusion that Earth is going to be here forever, it might be here forever. I'm not for sure. But I'm not under any illusion that something could come here and wipe us out. Any type of asteroid we are floating around in um, a gigantic ocean of matter. And just like the ocean, you have things swimming around, moving around, and eventually they might bump into each other. And so I don't want to be on this planet if something's going to bump into us, right? And I'm pretty sure... None of your siblings are going to be there either. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure none of your, none of your siblings, you know, your your family member wants to be here either. So, um, we're going to fix something about that. Give me a moment. Yeah, we can't um, sit on this planet without going to look out for other other places to migrate to. But that brings up another question. Uh, trying, you know. The fact of the matter is, yes, we are at a risk of being hit by something. But is that karma? Do us being hit by something before we find another planet to migrate to? Could that be karma? Could that be the law of cause and effect? Because um, we as a species don't know how to take care of our home. We, we act like mutts. And what I mean by I like mutts is any dog that craps inside his cage uh, consistently, not by mistake, but consistently craps inside of his cage where it, where it has to sleep at is considered a bad dog. Not really a good thoroughbred of a dog, good breed of a dog. And us as species, we are doing that exact thing. We are crapping all inside of our cage. You know, so we're like mutts. So therefore, are we really um, old, or do, or do we actually have the right to be granted another planet? You can go ahead and go. Do we have another right to, to be granted another another planet. You know, that's my that would be my question for you, which is going to be on the show this week. All right. And then the dangers of finding the dangers of finding another planet. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to actually share a story with you as far as the dangers of finding another planet before we actually 
fix our own planet. Now, do we actually deserve another planet before we fix our own planet? Now, the re- I'm going to share a story with you. It's more of a it's a healthcare story uh, when I was in the healthcare field. All right. So I was in the healthcare industry for over 12 something years, taking care of the sick and shut in. And eventually I had moved to this one company um, who they was they were in business for they were in business for about two or three years. So they were still a brand new company, but they only had one house and they only had two clients. And the state would not allow them to get any more clients because they were under a more um well they they weren't able to get another client, let's put it like that. I won't tell I won't go into the details. But um they weren't able to get another client because they was not properly taking care of the home and the staff the way the state thought it should have been taken care of. So when I came to the company, you know, I wasn't a manager or nothing like that. I was just a worker. I, now I tried to come in as the house manager. But they had told me they just got through hiring a new guy. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm willing to work from the bottom. I like to see how things work anyway. So I'm willing to work from the bottom if you guys allow um, if you guys allow people to, you know, grow within the company. He's like, yes, we do. I said, okay, well, I'm willing to work from the bottom. I'm willing to go back to a house staff um, and work my way back up, you know, until the position, the position opens up again. And so I did that. Now, when I first got there, you know, the manager, when I first walked in, well, I won't go, I can't go into this whole story. I have to go into this story another day because it's a long story. It's actually a whole show. But long story short, I'll, go, I'll do a whole show on this story. So I'm going to fast forward a lot of this story because it's a really, it's a whole show. But fast forwarding this show, this story, basically, long story short is this. Um, I was working for a company who was not doing right. And I eventually became the manager of this company and I helped them go from one house to three houses. Mm-hmm. And I helped them go from um, two clients to six clients. Now, once I got them up and running and got everything up and running, some things went sour and they end up trying to push me out um, so that they could so that they could uh, hire their friend, their family and friend, right? So the reason I'm bringing this story up, like I said, I miss. I'm going through a lot. I'm pass, passing over a lot. I'm glossing over this story a lot. But I don't want to. Like I said, it's a whole story show, and I'm not trying to make a whole show out of this. So the long story short was once, uh, once they tried to push me out sideways like try to do some cricket stuff i'll end up reporting them to the state and um and none of that really worked out in my favor and none of that really worked out in their favor so you know that's the same thing going on here i'm I'm, like i'm trying to figure out how i can merge these two stories together without giving you the whole story but it's actually gonna be kind of hard to do so basically what i'm gonna say is this we have to fix our home before we go to another home. We can't sit here and try to find other planets when we have all these corrupted people living on this planet. And, and then we expect to go to another planet and start all over fresh again. 
And these same corrupt people are going to go to the same place we're trying to get to. It's not going to work. We're going to we're just going to move, you know, trash from one location to the next location. It's still going to be trash. All right. Like I said, I had to do this show a whole a whole no show, a whole show about this in order for you to get a whole picture. But the dangers of finding them, we're going to go over that in the YouTube channel. We're also going to go over the reasons why we can't find planets with life on it. All right. And these all are hypothetical concepts, but these are just reasons why I think we're not finding any life on other planets. All right. And stay tuned for it because it's insightful stuff. It might be a little bit far reaching for some of y'all out there, but for some of y'all in the know, G-N-O, you exactly you will know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. We're going to also go over the reasons why they are so far away. The reason why planets are so far away from us. Like every time we find something, it's always like light years and light years away. Right. So we're going to go over some of the reasons why that might be the case. And then also we're going to go over the fastest way for humanity to get off of the planet collectively, not individually, but collectively. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to take one more break and then I'm going to go over some of the stuff that Dave discussed and some of the stuff that you guys can be y'all um, can be looking forward to in the upcoming shows. So we're going to take another break and um, we'll return after this. So we're going to listen to the new song that was made and you can find this song on Star Time X show. Um, that's my other show. You can check it out there, but you can also check it out right now. I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician According to predictions I could be a politician Taking shit from the people like a mortician Humanity needs an intervention I'm on a mission Consciousness coming from another dimension Think dimension Taking mental body to ascension Since you're spending time, pay attention The currency maker's banking on us to get dementia Always stimulating the mind so we won't listen Listen to these words, something like a magician Blow my hand and camouflage into a musician the things that I mentioned Take a mental body through ascension Since you spend that time, pay attention No such thing as a halfway look You look. either see the shit or you're halfway shook Cause shook. is the garden that will make us gardeners I'm living in this concrete jungle like it's Harlem It's next in the garden, the women children hollering Hollering the hoe, chopped his head off, head off I'm looking for the rain man Thursday, the prisons, 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 the prisons,
Digit up, digit up, the climax, climax, relax like this, the IMAX, IMAX. Born into predictions, I could be a politician, taking shit from the people like a mortician. Born into predictions, I could be a politician, taking shit from the people like a mortician. Humanity needs an intervention, I'm on a mission, consciousness coming from another dimension. The thing that I mentioned, taking mental body through ascension, since you're spending time, pay attention. The currency maker's banking on us to get dementia, always in the mind so we won't listen Man, with these words something like a magician With my hand and camouflage into a magician The thing that I mention Take your mental body through ascension Since you're spending time Pay attention All right, all right, all right. So that's Humanity's Intervention. I really didn't know what to name that sh- that movie or I mean that song, but I named it Humanity's Intervention for right now. But uh, so the next thing we're gonna be going over in this show, we'll probably make this into an actual show, and um, because I don't have to do any research or any type of hypothetical thinking about some of the stuff that Dave talks about, because Dave is more pragmatic about his things and um therefore it's more down to earth so i don't really have to go into my uh, imagination too much but um dave uh last week was talking about homicide versus suicide bombers um which i definitely agree with you man that's that's a great um point out you know definitely a great point out being that uh they are not suicide bombers they're definitely homicide bombers you know so that's a great point out dave uh and he also asked who's accountable now these are some of the stuff i will be doing a show i'm going to do your show no different from linda's dave i'm going to do a actual podcast talking about some of this stuff and we'll actually do our youtube so that we can also get personal with some of the stuff that you talked about so you talked about who's accountable you know um, you also talked about why do people believe the news? That's a good question. I don't know why people believe the news. Don't they get paid like anybody else? Don't these police officers get paid? People are like, why are these police officers out there shooting people? Don't they get paid? Yeah, they do. Why are the news out here sh- telling us bad stuff? Don't they get paid? Yeah, they do. <laughs> so I don't know why people believe the news. They get paid to tell you the lie. So that's, that's a good question, right? Uh, and who can't you believe? You know, who... Can you believe? That's going to be the next question. I'm going to give you an answer to that. Who can you believe? I will give you the answer to who you can believe. All right. And uh, why do they do it? It's not always 30 virgins. All right. As far as Dave was asking about, Dave was asking about, uh, you know, the suicide bombers being promised 30 virgins. Right now, I'm going to go ahead and give a, I guess, a sneak peek, but a sneak peek. But yeah. They're not always given. They're not always go out there to kill themselves because they were promised 30 virgins. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they're not promised anything. Sometimes it's actually, well, um, they held held hostage to do this type of stuff, right? So we actually don't know a person's situation. That's why I don't ever judge these suicide bombers because I really don't don't know why they're doing it. You know, they might have other reasons, other motives other than just trying to hurt somebody. You know what I mean? We don't know what their final moments really are like. So I don't really want to judge them like that. But um, I would say I want to finish out your your show, Dave, with the universal laws and how 
that information could help prevent suicide, not even suicide, prevent homicide bombers. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get off your show. With that being said, don't forget to stimulate thought, indict the spark, and always help create better ways. And um, my battery is about to die on me, so hopefully I can get it charged before it does. And I think I did. Let's find out. Yes, we're good. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you for tuning into the show. Now, the show has been upgraded, so now I can do a little bit longer shows, but I won't do longer shows until we do home shows because those shows will actually have a co-host on it. So my co-host is going to be my big bro. He decided to go ahead and do a show with me, but we just haven't got time to do it. We're going to have to do it either when we first get home for work or before nine o'clock. All right. So you guys give, give me some time. I'm trying to work this stuff out. I definitely appreciate the support. And on day, like I said, I appreciate your words because they did help me refocus my stuff. Linda, I appreciate your words because they actually ignited the spark again within me, create my creative juices. So I want to say thank you to both of y'all. And also I want to thank both of y'all for um, actually connecting me to Alex. I'm going to be listening to his stuff today. And um, seeing what he's talking about. Because the last time I listened to him, he was talking about reincarnation. Oh, talk, reincarnation. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned because my bro wants to do a show and is talking about reincarnation. So stay tuned for that. And until next time, like I said, this is Jeffrey. Stimulating thoughts, igniting the spark, and exposing the dark. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a wonderful day. Let your thoughts by igniting the spark. spark. You do have a purpose, it's exposing the dark. dark. Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. spark. Stimulate your thoughts with internal monarch. Stimulate your thoughts by igniting the spark. You do have a purpose, it's exposing the dark. Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Stimulate your thoughts with internal monarch. Stimulate your thoughts by igniting the spark. You do have a purpose, it's exposing the dark. Live at your purpose by igniting the spark. Stimulate your thoughts with internal monarch. Welcome to the station with imagination, using the mental capacities to rule the nation. The nation. Let your thoughts by igniting the spark. You do have a purpose. It's